Welcome to the Pop Dust Podcast. I'm Jordan Edwards. Today's guest, Caitlin Tarver, emerged as an actress and musician in the early 10s with roles on shows like Big Time Rush and The Secret Life of the American Teenager. More recently, she appeared in the HBO series Ballers and Songland on NBC. Her latest single, Feel Bad, is out now. Caitlin, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, uh, you know, as good as I can be. Being at home and kind of working on music and writing isn't all that different from my normal life, so I don't feel totally right. out of whack, but... Yeah, as, as any kind of artist or creator, you're used to being in your bedroom by yourself a lot anyway. Right. Yeah, exactly. And kind of just writing and not knowing if you're ever going to see another person or if they're going to get see these words that you've been writing or hear them. So first, let's talk about Songland, because I know that was a little bit ago, but it's it's kind of it's been about a year since you since you did that. How has that experience changed you and propelled you to where you're at right now? Oh, man, I mean, I, I feel like I can attribute that experience to a lot of, you know, a lot of things I have going on currently, which is really cool. Like just even down to meeting some of the other writers who were contestants on the show. There was another writer named Jake Scott, who also was on my episode, who I hadn't really known before the show. And so we did the show together and kind of had that experience. And then after that, continued to write with each other. Um, and then we've put out a couple songs now like I put out a song that he helped me write he put out a song that I helped him write and I've also worked with a bunch of other contestants on the show so it's it's been cool to kind of build my community of of songwriters that I work with from just all meeting on that show and kind of being a part of that together you know I got to just being on the show I won my episode which was super exciting and Old Dominion recorded my song and put it out and it was also used in a jeep commercial which um, you were also in which i also got to be in as like an actress which was really unexpected and just a cool kind of thing to to be added on top you wrote the song someone else recorded it and then you're in the commercial with the song of the other bands recording (laughs) it was it was a little confusing like the other actors who were in the commercial were like wait so okay you you wrote this song but but you're not singing it but you're you're an actress but you're you're on this show but what like it was yeah (laughs) and i kind of had to be like yeah it's all a little weird let's just go with it but i mean i was super happy to get to do it joseph khan directed the video yeah he's he's a music video director legend Right. He's a legend. Joseph Kahn directed the Britney Spears toxic video. Exactly. And so if you, if that kind so of gives you a many, taste. like pop, just classic pop songs he directed the videos for. Same with like a bunch of Taylor Swift videos. Like he's just worked with so many people. So it was crazy. Now your style of music is more on the singer songwriter pop side. Old Dominion, even though they are a, a country pop band they're still a country band um so how did it feel to work with a country band it was it was interesting like i am from georgia so like i'm i grew up around country music i grew up around the south i kind of grew up around that culture so it's in my dna for sure but i've lived in la for you know most of my adult life so i've been more entrenched in pop music and that culture and kind of wanting, making that music myself, writing those songs for other people. So it was, it took me a second to be like, oh, like I'm going to pitch a 
to a country band, like, that's interesting. But I think I was already kind of heading in a more singer-songwriter direction in my own music and kind of pulling more from that, you know, country songwriting style anyway, which is just more storytelling, more, you know, about nostalgia and life and kind of having more imagery in there. And so I think it, it kind of made sense when I thought about it. And I mean, it was honestly flattering to, to have a country band who are all, it's made up of really, really good songwriters to hear a song of mine that I wrote and like it enough to record it as their own. It was kind of, it was really flattering. Honestly, I was like, because country, you know, country music is is just songwriting 101. You know, they're they're all so good. I'm I'm kind of obsessed, not obsessed, but interested. That's that's called interested in on competition shows. What happens when the camera's off or the the stuff that doesn't make it in? So, what was the experience on the show that we didn't see? I mean, was that stressful? Because you're a you're a you're a TV vet. You've been on a bunch of shows. But how is this different from being on a on a regular narrative TV set? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's always a lot going on off camera. There's always a lot more footage that ends up making it into the final cut. I mean, everyone goes that first kind of moment you see where the writers go out and play pitch your song to the judges and the artists the first time around you know, they, they edit that down to a couple minutes, but everyone's really out there for about half an hour, 45 minutes. They're talking over ideas. They're getting more, getting to know you more. Like, you know, there's, a, there's a lot more like, um, kind of bonding going on. It, it was an actual productive songwriting session, yeah, not just it, something it, for the cameras. Exactly. Yeah. It really felt like, you know, they were, they're there to like listen to your song and and start riffing on it and kind of pitching ideas. And that definitely went on. And a lot of that stuff doesn't make it into the final cut because the show would be like four hours long. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, there was that. And then the major difference of like doing something like this on camera and, and playing a role on a show is just that I'm playing myself in, or I'm being myself fully on Songland and having to, you know, share my story. And I, you know, when I'm playing a character, I'm trying to just bring whatever I can of my story to the character and like serve the writing and serve the story. And I have the directors on set and the writers who are like, this is our, this is our story to tell. And I'm kind of like the vessel to help do that. So it's, yeah, they both are intimidating in their own ways. Now your new single feel bad. Where where did that come from? I mean, it definitely came from a really vulnerable part of myself. I think I've, I could talk a long time about my experience in this industry and and what I've been through. But again, I, that will take way too long. But I think to sort of sum it up in a way, like, it's not that much different from any girl my age. I mean, I'm I'm 30 years old. I've been through my 20s. I've like lived in LA. I've been acting. I've been in music. I've I've had to figure out the ups, how to navigate the ups and downs and while also just getting older and living life outside of the industry. And I think just all those kind of classic life transitions you go on and go through and you face just different hurdles and different 
uh, obstacles that force you to get to know yourself a little bit more and explore parts of yourself that you didn't know were there and maybe like things that are surprising to you. I mean, I'm really into analyzing my emotions. Obviously, I'm a songwriter and an actress. I mean, that's kind of the world I live in. So I was just going through, you know, a, a part of life where I was feeling kind of frustrated with where I was at and a little discouraged and I didn't really believe in myself in a lot of ways. And um, I think we've all been there. I was just going to say that kind of feeling can lead to good songs though. Right. <laughs> well, which I hope they did. I mean, I think I, you know, realized the kind of music that really moved me and, and, and made a difference and made me think and made me feel less alone you know, were songs that felt vulnerable and about, I could tell they were coming from a really real honest place from the artist or the songwriter. And I was really moved by those songs. And so I really wanted to push myself to, to do that with my own music and kind of share more of my story through these songs um, that kind of let, I don't know, my fans in a little bit more on what I'm going through. And, you know, it's just, it's so easy to, put this picture out of yourself that's has it together and you're doing fine and everything's great. And I'm smiling in my photos. And I think there was a lot of that. There is a lot of that in my life, but there's also the dark parts and the, you know, parts where I'm scared and I'm like have fear of the future and I don't know what's going to happen. And it's like, it really gets to me. And so I think I tried to, I really wanted to just share more of that part of myself and my life through these songs. You released an EP in, in, in 2017, Tired Eyes, that had a song, You Don't Know, that became this big YouTube thing, 45 million views. Yeah. Did that whole experience, did that EP, did that song and video, what kind of confidence did that give you and vindication as a musician? Any like uh, piece of you know success you get in this industry, you really got to hold on to it because it doesn't come around constantly so I think it was for sure validating and for sure like oh this is you know these are words that came from my heart that are are impacting a lot of people and I I get messages to this day about that song about how it um, encouraged someone or made them feel less alone and I think in all the noise of trying to you know put music on get your numbers higher and like uh, compete and what's your thing it's like those messages and those comments from from real people who listen to the song and and get you know some comfort from it really remind me i mean it sounds cheesy but it really reminds me why i do this in the first place and why i enjoy writing music and why i like sharing these parts of myself it's because we can create that connection through music and that's you know i think stripping everything down to the basics of that is it, that song is always a good reminder of that for me because it really just is still has a life of its own and people are finding it and, yeah. and to this day. And so it's, it's really cool. Well, I hope you like it cause you're going to be playing it for the rest of your life. So thank God I like it. Cause it would suck to have to sing a song you hate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your, your earlier roles were more on family type shows on shows for younger audiences. So what was it like doing Ballers, a show where there's an F-bomb dropped every 10 seconds? It was probably good for you to have a more adult role under your belt. Yeah, 
it was so much fun. I mean, I loved doing Nickelodeon. I loved being on American Teenager and Famous in Love. And, you know, those shows were really fun for me and a way for me to learn a lot. But I'm not 18. And, you know, my experience as a, an adult woman is uh, something I, you know, I was able to explore a little bit more on Ballers with that character and, like, work with The Rock and Rob Corddry and Russell Brand and, like say a line that had um i think the line was do you want me to do you want to take the call or should i tell him to suck a bag of dicks yeah <laughs> which That's... i i mean i was like it's so fun to get to just be on a show that's so raunchy and like insane like i, I don't know, it was really fun for me a new experience and um yeah i loved it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> What kind of stuff from the acting point of view, what kind of roles are you going for? Do you like comedy? Do you like drama? Would you like to be on a TV show? Do you like to do films? Like we're, on the acting side, where are you at right now? Um, I'll take anything. Um, I'll take a job. Uh, <laughs> now, I really do enjoy doing comedy. Uh, that was, you know, a lot of why I really liked my experience on Ballers, just even just in between takes, getting to hang out with, you know, Russell brand and Rob Corddry who were just like comedically so sharp and being in a scene with them was like an acting class I was like this is you know in comedy for sure like so that was that's definitely something I really want to do more of and um you know the auditions I go on when I get to sort of just be a little more unhinged uh and play a character that's a little messier and edgier I think uh that's always really fun for me in terms of music you released this single and you were planning on touring. I'm sure you're, you're, you'll go on tour at some point. Um, what's next musically? Do you want to make a full length album? Do you have any kind of bigger projects in store? Yeah, I have a bunch of songs that I've written over the past year that I'm just getting ready to put out. I'm going to put out a new song in May, um, which I'm really, really excited about. And yeah, I was, it's going to be touring right now. I think I would have been in Wisconsin today. Um, so I'm, I was really, really sad about having to, you know, cancel that tour and not get to go on it. And I'm sure it will get postponed, but with everything going on right now, who knows, but I would like to do an album. I think that would be really fun. I, I you know, the way music is kind of put out right now is, is always changing. Mm -hmm. It feels like the old formula of like a single and then a single and then an album, you know, you can do that, but you also don't have to. You can just put out songs for a year. You can put out EPs. You can put out two songs at once. Like I'm, I'm kind of enjoying being in that um, place of, of writing songs, finishing them and then being like, I'm going to put this out yeah. <laughs> and kind of get to do that while I'm still feeling that way and connecting with the song and bottom line is I have a bunch of new songs that I'm putting out whether it will be through an album or another EP or just singles we'll see how do you feel about that you're coming up that you came up in the streaming era in the post Napster era versus maybe the 80s or 90s where album sales meant everything and you could actually make a lot of money on album sales yeah I feel like because I put out an EP in 2011 that was kind of like my first EP with songs that I had written. And uh, I went out, I went on tour with that EP. I got like signed off of that EP. And that was all like pre-Spotify, pre-streaming. 
So right before, like uh, just a year or two before, like a year or two before. And like, I think back on that now and it's like, it's so weird because I'm like, Oh, I wasn't like, you know, there's obviously, I think we're always going to look back on the past and like good times, or at least I do with like these nostalgic rose colored glasses. And I'm like, that was the best. Um, but there was something nice about, you know, just creating something and selling it on tour and like just being able to not have the pressures of like streaming numbers and kind of playing that game. Cause there is, you know, now it's just like playlists and, and, and how can we write this song that like goes with this play? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of good things that it's brought to artists, which is like access to be able to put your stuff out really easily and get it immediately to your audience and make a living and, and stay independent and not have to sign with a label. And I mean, there's so many perks, but it has been interesting to kind of come up as an artist and, and be able to look at the beginning of my career when there wasn't streaming and then now to still be releasing music and writing songs and it's all about streaming. You have a big social media following. How much do you interact with fans? Do you enjoy interacting interacting with fans? I do, yeah. I've actually been doing, um, during like the this coronavirus quarantine, we're all at home, I started going live on Instagram every day, which I think everyone in the world is, but... I've been going on with like artist friends of mine and actor friends of mine and songwriter friends of mine and just like having a conversation and playing a couple songs. And that's actually been really, really fun. I can sort of go in and out of my social media presence of like always being on top of it and connecting. I mean, I'm always, I always look at my DMs and I read messages from people and I try to connect as much as possible and, and be on there. But, um, Doing these lives every day have been kind of an unexpected uh, thing to come out of this bad situation. And it's been really fun and a way to kind of like stay connected with people. And so I like I like using social media for that and for connecting with my fans. And yeah, I would say I like it. Thanks so much for talking to me. I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having me. This was fun. Thanks for listening to the Pop Dust Podcast. I'm Jordan Edwards. You can find me at jordanedwardsstudio.com or on Instagram at jordanedwardsstudio. And be sure to check out the latest in music, pop culture, and entertainment at popdust.com. <laughs>